Blog Talk Radio. So here's how things are going for me in my house. My son schooled me on loading the dishwasher. Yes, my 15-year-old son schooled me on loading the dishwasher. It's been a long quarantine. In fact, this is day 100. I'm Brett Singer. This is my show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Brett from the Bunker. It is Saturday, June 20th, 2020. So 6 2020, 2020, a lot of 20s. And we are joined today by Eugene Chang. Eugene, good morning. Hey, good morning, Brett. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. So my question for you, which is my first question for everyone always, is how are you holding up? I'm uh, I'm doing okay. I guess I'm just treating it as a staycation, you know, channeling my uh, inner... Uh, introvert, I guess, you know? I'm hearing that word a lot, I got to admit. That's, that word's definitely come up quite a bit. I think the introverts are happy. That's been the general consensus. Are you, ge- are you generally <laughs> I mean, an introvert? I, I, like I, I, I go both ways. Uh, like, you know, in comedy, you know, you're usually mingling with a lot of people, and, you know, you got to put on that extrovert face. But, like, you know, I don't mind sitting home and watching TV and whatever the hell else, you know? Yeah, no, I can. I I, I hear that. Um, what have you been watching? Uh, see, I watched I so many. Uh, I watched Succession uh, on HBO those two seasons when it was free for like you know in April or whatever it was or March when they were like okay. stay home. Here's some free HBO. Right. Uh, what else have I watched? I watched Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein documentary. Parts of that on Netflix. How was that? Uh, you know, it's not as well, I've only gone through three forces, but it's not as uh, like it's not it's not as much new information as as you would think. Like it's it's just a lot of interviewing the victims and you know how he came about his uh, how he came about you know his scheme, I guess. Like it was essentially like a pyramid scheme, from what I could gather. Oh, his his financial thing was a pyramid scheme. No, not not his finance. Like how he got. Like his underage, like ring of underage girls. Like oh. kind of like pyramid scheme. Like, how does that? Like what would, do you mean it was a you know, pyramid like, scheme? How does that work? Like in in the sense that he'd be like, hey, are you looking to make extra money? You know, if you refer a girl to me or something, uh, I'll give you a hundred bucks or something like that. And then, you know, because what I would, what it would be would be like he would get girls to massage him, and they would just he would you know like rape them or do Ugh. other shit. Yeah. But like it would be like you know through referrals, uh, and like he he target like specific type of people apparently because like you know people were like uh, adopted or whatever and or were previously mistreated and stuff like that. Oh, re- oh, re- so he so he really was a monster is what we're trying to say. Yeah, he had he had like a, a whole system going. It was just crazy. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, I'm not sure if I want to watch that. I, I gotta be honest. I don't. I just don't know yeah, yeah. if that's the kind of thing that I want to sit down and watch. I tend to. I tend to like my entertainment and you know more entertaining. Not that I can't handle something heavy, oh, yeah. but that's just. I mean, I, I just that sounds awful. Yeah, no, I, I watched it because I was curious as to what like 
you know, conspiracy theories might come out of it, like, like, oh, you know, Prince Andrew or Clinton or whoever would, you know, but, like, there hasn't been much delving into that aspect, per se. It was more uh, of Epstein, how, you know. How his uh, methods. He, yeah, his methods. There you go. Yeah. Hmm. What have you been watching? What have I been watching? I've been watching a lot of – I've been cashing up on my CW shows. I like my superhero stuff. So I like uh, me, the me, and the other, me, and, me and the other teenage girls. I've been catching up on Flash. Um, I also discovered <laughs> Black Lightning. Black Lightning is also on the CW, but a little bit different because it actually deals with some racial issues. It's actually – it's a very Black Lives Matter show. They, they, they have uh, protests. and they, Yeah, it's, it, it actually fits pretty well. Like I, when Netflix did their collection of Black Lives Matter shows, you could have included episodes of this pretty easily. There, there's actually some, some pretty pointed um, – Parts of it that you know, and and also, they, they let characters die, which is something that you don't usually see on shows like this. Like like there was a, there was a character oh, wow. you were, and it was all set like you, it was totally set up for him to be saved. Like it was just one hundred percent. Wow, this is gonna. I know where this is gonna go, and then it didn't, and it was it really sort of knocked the wind out of me. I was pretty surprised. And I think they're making a point because you know, in in real life, people die, and I understand this isn't real life, but um, I think that they are. Kind of, they're they're trying to do something a little a little different on that show. They're 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 going for something a little bit deeper. Yeah, is it, but it's still, I mean, he's uh, still got superheroes, it, so <laughs> it depends they, on they what don't, you they like. They come back, right? Well, they, like, that's the thing is, it, yeah. I mean, in general, when you, when this uh, when the superheroes die, the superheroes aren't dead. They they you know they come back. Captain America died, but he got better. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, but. And, and obviously, there are times when it happens when people when people die and it's actually permanent. But, um, but you know, not always. And certainly on the CW shows, uh, they're willing to they're willing to kill people off. But it was just this was different. This this hit me a lot harder. It was interesting. It was, it was very well. I don't want to say who it is in case anyone happens to watch it. But it was pretty cool. It was it was well done. It was definitely well done. So that, uh-huh. so that's been fun. Um, but I, I haven't been watching a ton because I've been I, I get caught up in a lot of shows. I'm either doing a show or I'm watching a show at night, and I try to watch my TV at night. I kind of limit myself there. So if I you know just I, I try to get stuff done during the day after trying to write comedy. That's mostly what I've been doing. Um, you know I, I'm I'm questioning whether or not I've spent my time productively enough. Like today, by my count, this is day 100 of quarantine, and I'm really oh, wow. kicking myself. I'm I've really kicking. Count. <laughs> I, I start. I, what I did is I started a little a little notebook of to do lists, and then I started writing the day in there. Now everybody says to me that this day is wrong, because it's not the day Cuomo's been saying, it's not the day that my either you know either my wife or my son think it is. But you know that's the day. What it's my count. This is Brett Singer's count of of how many days it's been. And I just wonder, like, you know, maybe if, I, if I've written one page a day out of 100 pages of a novel, you know, like I'm, tr- I'm trying not to beat myself up too much about it, but I have been having those feelings. Um, do you feel like you've done enough in quarantine or, or were you content to just kind of write it out? Oh, no, I've, 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 I've stepped away from comedy kind of. Uh, really? Interesting. Like, I feel like, yeah, because here's the thing, like, well, aside from maybe posting like random, you know, tweets or Facebook status updates about like, things going on and, you know, in the news or in com or not comedy in, in related to the pandemic. But, uh, I, I feel like, you know, it, I don't want to write a bunch of things and then just have it pile up and try to create tags for jokes. that I have no idea if they work, you know? And like, on top of that, I, I don't want to write something that 
if let's say comedy returns in 2022 or whatever, or 2021, you know, uh, if it's related to the quarantine, people might not be up for quarantine material by then, you know, they might be like sick of it. And then you're like, Oh, I just rolled this stuff for no re- no reason. You know what I mean? Uh, I think that's true. I'm definitely having that feeling. I mean, I, I've been doing open mics and shows online and that, that has sort of kept me, it's kept me busy, which which has been good, just sort of for my mental health. That that's something. That's what you know. What I needed was to was to keep going and to just keep cranking stuff out. But a lot of it, obviously, in terms of the the quarantine material, I'm going to have to go over it and see if there's any of it that's still usable because it's it's gotten pretty stale already. You know, like it's just. I, I I did a show on Monday, and I did my routine, and I was like, well. That doesn't really make sense anymore. That, the, 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 real, the real kick for me was Cuomo stopping the briefings because I've got like two or three jokes about Cuomo's briefings. And I knew that they were eventually going to end, but it, but it sort of didn't really occur to me until he actually ended it. And I was like, oh, man, now I, I got to write three new minutes. You know? <laughs> I had a, ni- a nice, yeah, tidy, yeah. Like, like eight to ten, which was pretty relevant and pretty current. And then on it's like, Cuomo's well, briefings? What did you say? No, no, not on Cuomo's briefings, just in on- general. Like, uh, like, like, like with Cuomo's briefings, I probably lost like maybe I don't know if it's exactly two or three minutes, but somewhere around there. And I just obviously I could just not do it. It's not that big a deal, but I would like to replace it with something. So, you know, and I don't I have not really had a, had an easy time coming up with everything I come up with about the protests. Um, it has I immediately I write it and I'm like, well, that's totally offensive. I can't do that. So like I have, I just not had yeah. much luck uh, coming. I, other people have. So I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible. I just it has not really worked out well for me. That's a tough topic. It is. It is. I mean, I feel like it's a topic that you need to talk about on stage or, or like in person, not through text. I feel like people get into like massive arguments online. Oh, a hundred percent. I wouldn't go. Oh, I don't bother. I just, yeah. I mean, I, I know everybody's saying, you know, silence is complicity and all this. And it's kind of like, all right, but you know, this isn't about silence. This is my social media. Like I, I just, I don't want to get into arguments on social media. It just does it, it upsets me. So, you know, I posted yeah. a few, I posted a few things, but I'm not, it's not something I'm not looking to engage in that conversation online because I don't, I, I just, it, I see what other people get up get up to, and I just I I think I agree with you. It's just it's a lot of arguing, um, and I'm not I'm not knocking anyone if that's what they want to do and that's how they feel. I mean that's fine, and obviously there are people who do it and they don't get into massive arguments. But I just that's not something that I that I enjoy doing. Yeah, because I'll see people post uh, people another person posts an entire essay. I mean I know people have time, but it's like I don't know if I want to just sit through people's essays and then have I know the long face the long post Facebook like, posts are hard for me. I, I, I agree with you. The long Facebook posts are tough. I, I that's not I tend to go with short jokes and I, I guess that's just my thing and that's not what everybody does. Because yeah, a lot of people do they love the yeah, long Facebook yeah. posts. They do love them. I mean I don't know if people actually read through the you know because it's like if I see that much text I'm just like uh just give me the cliff notes please. Yeah, no, I tend to back off. I mean, it, dep- it depends on what it is. If it's something, if somebody's telling like a deeply personal story, I saw, you know, when I started, I kind of feel like I have to keep going. Um, and, and there's and there's good stuff yeah. to be had. I'm not there. There are a lot. There's a lot of really amazing stuff. There's a series of um, Instagram handles that are like black at you know certain schools, and some of the stuff is really harrowing. Oh. And and, re- and I, I've been reading through it, and it's like oof. You know, some of these some of these are really rough. Some of the things that that students have had to put up with, 
you know, this goes way beyond, you know, people asked to touch my hair. I mean, that happens too, of course, but, you know, things, you know, just really, really terrible, terrible things that I just, you know, you read this and it's really heartbreaking to think that anyone would have to go through this. And I, I don't, you know, sort of people who would otherwise be, you know, woke or for lack of a better word, or at least would like to believe they are. And then when it comes right down to it, it, it just, that's just not the case. Um, so just really, yeah. just, so there's some rough stuff on there, but those, those, at least the ones that I saw were in relatively short bites. Like they were, you know, cause it doesn't necessarily need to be that long. Just tell me what happened and tell me the, ter- tell me the terrible part. Like not that, not that I'm not that like, tell me the terrible part. I'm thirsty for it. But like, you know, tell me, tell me the part where the thing happened and you're going to hit me, and yeah, yeah. then I'm really going to think about it. And it really ha- it has. It definitely got me thinking about it differently. But I don't feel like I have something to add to that because I don't have that experience. Like I don't. I can't say, well, you know, when I was, and it's like, well, no, because that doesn't mean anything. That's you know, that's not helpful. So yeah. it's also I, you know, again, I, it depends on what you have to say. If somebody's got something that they have to say, then great. But if you don't, I feel like it's okay to not say anything. Like I don't. I don't feel like anyone should be pressured to say anything. Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, I feel like if you go on social media, it's just people reposting a lot of memes and like a lot of which, memes. You know, it's fine, but like it's not unique to your perspective. You're just, you know, reposting stuff. Yes, I've done some of that. I've done some of that because well, you're supposed to on Instagram. Yeah. You're supposed to post your stories. Do you ever listen to like Instagram advice? Like you know, people who say you're supposed uh, to. Post what is that? Four images and one what video a week. What? No, no, no. On on Instagram, you're supposed to do four videos and one image a week. No, it should be four images and one video a week. That's to get to get on Discovery, the the you know the Discovery platform, um, and you're supposed to post oh. like ten Instagram stories a day, which is just crazy to me. I don't have Jeez. that much to say. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't have that I much. Feel like, like just post memes, and I'm like, eh, okay. It's just I don't know. I, I I'm I'm not great about the social media. I, I like to put out what I put out, but I I definitely don't don't do well. Like people make spreadsheets for it, and um, it just seems like a lot of work. Yeah. No, I hear you. I feel like. I want to make my content original to myself, usually. So, like, you know, it would be stuff I'll see randomly or while walking around or something, you know. I don't want to just post for the sake of posting. You know what I mean? Like, then it's just churn, you're just churning stuff out, and then you, you don't know. You don't know if that's quality or not, you know? I like to, right. If, if I start find something funny, I want to post it. You know, if I observe a sign that's funny or something that's going on in my, in my neighborhood that's funny, like, I posted the other day a story about uh, these dudes who were uh, out in a park in the park near me doing like a workout using cinder blocks, which I thought was kind of funny because you know all the gyms are closed, so you have to make do, I guess. Right. Yeah, that's good. I like that. That's not. Yeah, I agree with you. When I yeah, see something like, that catches my eye, that tends to be. But supposedly, if you really want to get somewhere on Instagram, you have to, you're supposed to do it. There, there are ways to, to like beat the algorithm or whatever. Exactly, you got to you got to work with the algorithm, and and it's just, I I totally get like I have a lot of close friends that are really that are really into it, but it's just not my thing. I I, I feel like one day I will maybe get get there, but it's just, I, I see that it's been successful for people, and what what's interesting though, because I actually pulled back on posting when the protests were happening, and I picked up more followers, and I'm not really sure why that yeah. is, but I, it made me wonder if. You know what I, you know, am I am I real am I doing it right or or is or is it just okay to just kind of do whatever? Because I did, I picked up more followers. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Huh. Um, and Twitter's yeah, fun, I but I don't like to get no followers. <laughs> what what did you say? No, because the fact that I don't, I'm not that active on social media combined with the fact that you know shows are down, so it's like 
I've, I've, I've flatlined on followers. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. When I say I picked up more, like I'm not talking about like dozens or anything, or even a dozen. I mean, I'm talking about like a few. But it was it was only notable in that yeah. I did not, you know, that I wasn't what I was trying to do on the schedule, and maybe I wasn't doing the schedule exactly. Right. I don't know. I feel very old when it comes to this stuff. I really do. I I start to become an old man. I'm like, man, my day. We just had blogs, you know. Uh, <laughs> for some reason, I was good at yeah. blogging when I when I when I was a professional blogger. I was pretty good at that, but when it came, well, you know, what it's I know, I, I, well, I, I I used to work as a writer, and so one of the things I did was I blogged oh, about parenting. Oh. Yeah, I, I blogged about parenting, so that was that was my job, and I was good at it. I would post like three times a day, and I would I would submit to all the social media platforms, but it was but it was it was still the very early days of that. So like I've been on Twitter for a long time, but I haven't been like actively tweeting for for nearly as long. Um, and I do that more now, and it's been, it's it's gotten some benefit. I, like I've been able to get people to some free shows on Zoom, so that's been nice. So you know, it's not like oh, there's no. no benefit to it. And obviously, it's fun if something gets 50 likes. You know, that's always that's always terrific. And I'd love to I'd love to be a guy who puts up one thing and it gets 100 likes. But um, I'm just not sure. I'm not sure that I'm ready to do what needs to be done. You know, to make that happen. Um, you said you're usually active on social media when there's when there's shows to be had. Yeah, like, you know, because, you know, you meet people at shows and be like, hey, follow me on Instagram or whatever. And, you know, but, you know, or either be comedians or audience or whatever. Uh, and, you know, now there's nobody socializing. It's like literally it, it's flatline. I haven't met anybody new because, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm quarantined and whatever else. So it's like, right. you know. I just want to clarify, like, I'm not knocking social media. I'm not knocking people who are into it. I just, you know, I, it's, it's been a harder transition for me in terms of taking it seriously. Um, I just haven't been, I just, I'm, I don't think I'm not very good at it, unfortunately. You know, yeah, it's, 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 like, it's what it, we do. It's, it's how we live. Some people it works really well. Yeah. There are people that love it. They, they're way into it. Um, I know people who love arguing on Twitter. They just think it's fantastic. And I just, I don't, I don't get into that. Like I, I love, it's fun when like a famous person responds to you. Like I retweeted uh, one of Samantha Ronson's tweets and she, and she, and she replied to me, which was kind of fun, but it's like, okay. I mean, you know, that was, that was fun for a second, but it's, you know, it's not like it didn't translate into anything. It's not like, so, you know, now I'm famous too. Um, but I mean, that is one of the fun things about Twitter is people, you know, you, you can sometimes interact with people who you wouldn't otherwise be able to interact with, you know, that can be, that can be enjoyable. True. True. People you um, wouldn't so, be able to talk to, talking back so, to you. Yeah. So now you said something about comedy coming back in 2022. What, what are you hearing that I'm not hearing? I thought comedy was coming back sooner than that. No, I'm not. I'm, you know, I'm, I guess I'm a, I, I feel like I'm maybe pessimistic, or I can't tell if I'm pessimistic or realistic. I feel like because people are going to be hesitant, at least in Europe, I think, to go to like any crowded spaces unless there's like a vaccine. I think, and I feel like you know all the medical uh, experts being like, "Oh, vaccines anywhere between six months to eighteen months from now, right?" So based on if there is based on you know a previous history of. Uh, vaccines, and then, or, you know, we get, like, herd immunity by, by you know, within a year or two, so that that's why I said 2022 or so, you know. Hmm. But I guess you know, there, are, there are shows now. There's, like, shows down down at, like, uh, down south and wherever else, and there's outdoor shows here in the city, like Che did, like, a pop-up show. In yeah, LA I heard about that. Uh, I heard about that, and then I heard about one um, that's coming up 
in the beginning of July, end of June. I don't know, but so and and I I think it crossed the street from Eastville. Like they're going to do it in the parking lot across oh. the street from Eastville. So that's in interesting. Brooklyn. Yeah, in Brooklyn. Oh. Isn't that where Chase? Isn't that where Chase show was or no? Uh, I thought it was by the creek, from what I heard. I, I, I oh, wasn't in Queens. There, but okay. I, I, no, yeah, no, no. Queens. That sounds right. It was in Queens. Yes, that you're right. Yeah. What What do you think of that? I mean, does that does that seem safe? I mean, I feel like it should be safe because, like, it's an outdoor space, right? And that's that's one of the key things. And people are, I mean, from the, I didn't go, but from the pictures, it looks like people are kind of spaced out. And but like. From what I heard from other people that, you know, it felt like an actual comedy show. You know, no offense to Zoom shows and stuff, you know. Um, yeah. No, uh, Zoom, show, Zoom shows are yeah. Zoom shows. I mean, don't, don't, it's not, not a matter of no offense. It's just not the same thing. It's what we, it's what we have. You know, it's what's available yeah. to us. So, you know, but it's not the same thing. I mean, let's not pretend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like, only, but even with the outdoor shows, you know, you're not gonna be able to do that in the fall. You know, it gets too cold for that. You know, nobody's gonna want to sit around. And even that, on top of that fall, there might be a second wave. So it's like, you know. I'll tell you, I was reading something that said they don't think people are gonna be willing to stay in if there's a second wave. That that people are just so over it, and it's gonna be near the, uh, it's yeah. gonna be near, it's gonna be right near the the election. And everybody's just going to be freaking. They're just, they're, everybody's going to be, you know, it's going to become a political thing. Like it's not the staying in is going to, is going to become a political choice, not a not a health choice. And boy, did boy did that sound right to me. I, I I hate it and I don't like that idea, but that really did sound like sound like a direct po- definite possibility. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, because people are getting. I mean, people are pretty antsy already. You know, it's like we're, we're New York hasn't even got to phase two, and you know, like I was out last weekend. Uh, just in the Upper East Side, just hanging out with a friend, and like there were people just out and about, you know, just drinking on the streets, even though they're not supposed to. Uh, you know, ordering, you know, drinks from the from the restaurants and bars and whatnot. Yeah, just getting and, takeout, yeah, and just so sitting like, on the street and having it. Yeah, yeah, like like at New Orleans or whatever. Right, exactly. That's yeah, that's just it. Everybody's like, hey, take out drinks. I'll just stand on the street. And it's like, well, no, you're supposed to go home. You know, you're not really supposed yeah, to be you home, just standard. Yeah, you wear masks. You know, it's just a. Yeah, I mean, it's like, come on, people. Why? Why do you think people won't wear won't wear the masks? I I don't I don't get that. Are you a mask guy? Yeah, I, I'm a mask guy. Yeah, I don't understand that either. Like it's, like it's. I don't know. It's so weird. I guess. Well, some people think it's a hoax. So there's that people. Uh, some people no. think it's against. You, you shouldn't. It's against their rights or personal rights or something. I don't know. It's. I feel like it's 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 dumb. Like it, like this is gonna sound terrible, but like I feel like not wearing a condom is 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 bad. But like I could see why somebody would. There's a massive difference between you know condom sex and no condom sex, right? Like not that <laughs> okay. using behavior. But well, you, know you gotta I mean? be. Like, you gotta wear the condom if you're if you're not. You know, I mean, if you're yeah. married, then okay. But if, but if yeah, you're not, yeah, yeah. you, you gotta wear the condom, right? I don't know. It's been a long yeah. time. It's been a long time since I, uh, you know, since I was single and I had to think about things like that. Yeah, like not to rationalize or excuse not wearing a condom or anything, but like you know, I feel like that. Like, I don't know. It's it. I feel like wearing a mask is is, is not a nuisance at all. Well, not not a nuisance, but like it's it's you're in a pandemic. It'd be like not 
wearing a condom, you know, during the HIV epidemic. You know? There you go. There you go. Yeah. That's like would you do it? Do it like a joke. Set it set it up like a like yeah. classic joke structure. Um, yeah. No, I would totally <laughs> I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. I when I see people without the mask or the mask where the nose is exposed, that's the thing that I really love because yeah. it's like why? What, what are you doing? Like why, why won't you just put the mask on your nose? Oh, I don't like how it feels. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I've never I've never confronted anybody. I'm not somebody who goes up to people on the street and is like, you need to wear a mask. But You're not I shaming certainly, people? no, I don't mask shame. That's not my thing. I, I wouldn't want to be mask shamed. I don't. I don't mask shame anyone. That's that's not my that's not my jam. But I definitely think it, and I certainly would prefer that people wear the damn mask because I just. I mean, come on, guys. Like, what the hell? Like, why aren't you? Why aren't we wearing? We're supposed. The smart people say we're supposed to wear the masks. That's what they said. So let's just do it. I mean, it's appara- apparently like if 80% of people wear masks, this will all be contained. But people just won't wear them. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So they just, but they won't wear them. And it's like, uh, okay. I mean, that just drives me crazy. Like we could solve this by just wearing masks. Seriously, that I hear that yeah. and I immediately go, great, that's easy. Let's do that, right? I mean, doesn't that make more sense? Yeah, it's easier than waiting on science to come up with a vaccine or something, you know? It's like yeah, I mean, come on, Wow, oh wow. So we got we got in some dark territory here. Um, so so let's talk a little bit more yeah. about you. You're into day trading. Yeah, I've been uh, doing day trading. Not, I'm not one of those people that, like, adopted day trading as a result of, like, because, like, there's a, a, a slew of people that, like, started day trading uh, since sports stopped. I, I was day trading, like, slightly earlier than that. So I'm not, I, not to be like, oh, I'm not part of that group of sheep or something. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, I don't know if you've been reading the news, but, like, there have been people, you know, the dude from Barstool Sports? Uh, I mean, I know what I know of Barstool Sports. Yeah, what about it? So the like the either the yeah, I think the owner of the, that company he started day trading at, in sub to substitute for the fact that there's no gambling right now because of you know a lack of sports. Oh then, wow! Yeah, he, he made it. Yeah, and there's lots of people just like piling in, not lots of people according to like CNBC and whatever else. There's lots of people piling into like uh, day trading as a substitute for gambling. You know. Like, uh, because there's, like, all these uh, stocks that should not be going up, randomly going up, like Hertz, which is a bankrupt company, shooting up from, like, 50 cents to, like, $5 in, like, a week. But, like, you know, it makes no sense that I would do that. But then they're like, oh, because there's all these people who used to gamble or now day trading. Mm, or who are they're, out they're, of jobs. They're pumping, they're they're pumping up the stocks. So they're pumping up the yeah, stocks. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. That seems bad. Do you do any uh, investing of any sort or uh, nah, trading? I, I, uh, my wife's a lawyer, so we can't do any like of, of, of that nature. We just sort of have we have the money sitting somewhere, and you know we occasionally make a move, but it's it's all in it's in like funds and stuff. Like I, I don't even really know what it, uh, what it is. Um, no, no crypto it, for you. No, no. no it's too, it, I, I mean, I just I don't know. I feel like I don't. I feel like I don't understand it. You know, like I, I don't really, I don't really get it, and I feel like if I were to do it, I yeah. mean, I know people. I mean, I have a friend who's a playwright who's been day trading for years, and he's apparently quite good at yeah. it. And he, it. It supplements his income. He sits there and he clicks and he trades this and he trades that and he flips this. And I, I just, I, I'm not a gambling guy. Like with the exception of fantasy football, which even make, even that makes me a little crazy. I don't, I just don't love the feeling of gambling. 
Um, and and it's just yeah. I, it's interesting to me that you say these guys were gambling and they got into day trading because I've always said it's like gambling. It, it's it's really not that different. Well, so I would say day trading is part gambling, part uh, psychology of the masses. Like if you if you can understand how the psychology of a large group of people would would think and then kind of profit off of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'll give you an example. Like if you like when the riots were going on. Uh, I think Ruger, which is a gun-making company, their stock shot up like crazy because they were, you know, people are like anticipating that, you know, uh, their sales are going to go up in the future because of, you know, all the, all this, you know, all this 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 current situation, right? So there's, if you're like, oh, if you could, if you saw that like in advance while or while it was going on, you could, you know, made like a five ten percent, you know, uh, profit off of that, right? Off of that movement. So you know you okay. can kind of like see how people are going to think based upon current events essentially. You're like gambling on current events somewhat. Interesting. I think that's interesting, and that's a, I think that's a good that's a better description of it than I've heard from from other people. Because um, it, it always felt to me like that, more, ga- more gambling than anything. It. No, I think that makes sense. Listen, if you can do it and you're good at it and you're not putting up you know your life savings every five minutes, I mean. You know, there was oh, yeah, a kid who committed. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you there was a kid who committed suicide it. using what using one of these apps that he he got he saw he had leveraged like a, like a million dollars in debt or something. You know, some maybe maybe it wasn't quite a million, like three quarters of a million. It was some insane number. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and that was horrible. I read that and I was like, oh my god, that's just awful. Like, why this this should, you know how is it even possible that somebody could do that? Um, and it's because that's you know everybody's got their lunch money in the market and they're just you know they're just diving in. But I, but yeah. when you're saying when you're saying about it, like I mean, you say you sound very calm about it, and it sounds like what you're doing is fine and makes sense and is very safe, so it's not a big deal. Well, yeah, I would I would not throw all your eggs in one basket, you know, and like I would definitely stick with a cash account instead of a margin, which is what that dude did. Like he was, I think he was playing options or something. Like I don't want to, I don't know if you want to go into the nitty gritty of like trading, but like it's like a lot of new people. They look at like because uh, you can make a lot of money sometimes shorting the market or doing options, and they they see that and they get greedy and then but they don't realize you could also lose a lot of money. So it's sure. like you know, yeah. No, I mean, when you say a cash account, it, when you say a cash account, uh, probably that means it's limited. Yeah, it's limited to what you have in your account. You know, instead of just borrowing from the the broker itself. Right. No, that's that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, that makes a lot more sense to me is, is that way, you know, it's, it's sort of like a debit card versus a credit card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, you know, if, if, when it, there's only, you can only spend what's in your bank account, you know, that's fine. When you, when you, once you, um, you know, once you have a credit card and, and you know, you have a, you know, let's say you have a $5,000 limit even, which isn't even that high. You can rat, run that up real easy. You know, I did that in my first credit card. I, I was it was like five hundred bucks, but I ran it I ran it up really quickly, and I didn't really have the money, so it took me a while to pay it off because that, that was my first credit card in college. Because I just you know I was dumb. Now it wasn't that big a deal because it wasn't it wasn't like it was going to bankrupt me or anything. But I just yeah, I definitely yeah. didn't your handle your it. Your credit limit wasn't that much because you. It wasn't started. that high. Yeah, it wasn't that high. But but in the you know it took it still I wasn't it wasn't like I had a whole bunch of money like I had a little bit but I didn't have a lot. Um, and I had to pay rent and you know various other things. So it you know it took me longer to pay it down than I would like to admit. Although I guess I just admitted it. <laughs> so I guess it doesn't matter. 
Um, what do you think comedy is going to look like when we get back? Oh man, that's that's uh, the you know five million dollar question or whatever it is. Uh, well, it depends on when you you mean like when we get back in twenty uh, in this year or like next year or like when we've completely seen the other side of the pandemic. Oh wow, that's a, see that, that's a, you're asking such an interesting question because I haven't really been thinking in terms of the other side. I've just been thinking in the short term because that's sort of what most people talk yeah, about. Yeah, like you're, 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 what you're saying makes a lot more sense. Long term. Yeah, so like, so all right, let's start with short term. How what like you know we get that. Let's say, let's say clubs reopen in September. Let's just because that is that is what I've heard. So let's say clubs reopen in September. Yeah. What what happens? What does comedy look like? I mean, I, I think it depends on your state, right? Like I was looking at like. Uh, a footage of like zanies somewhere not in new york and it was like crowded and packed and like you know i guess those people you know they're not as concerned because there's certain i feel like reds not to make this political but i feel like some red states aren't as concerned about it so they're like whatever we'll just you know bunch together but i feel like people like in new york are going to be paranoid and be like oh uh give me some space please you know so it probably won't operate to anywhere near as you know, old capacity by any stretch. Right. And unless it's like outdoors. Right. No, I, yes, that's true. And as you, as you correctly pointed out, outdoors is only going to work as long as it's warm enough, like, you know, pretty quickly, not pretty quickly, but, you know, you get in September, October, you know, we're not going to be doing outdoor shows in November. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. Um, so how about, how about longer term? Like, what, like, what do you think? Like, cause what, what's it, what's it going to look like for us as comedians? Like, or like, we're, we're going to be really at it. We're going to be really out of shape, for, uh, you know, in, in the sense, in terms of, you know, being on, like, we haven't been on stage in a long time. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, uh, after the first, you know, two, three months of kind of getting spring training in, I guess, of, of, uh, of you know getting back on stage, I feel like I, I you know people will be back to their old chops. I feel like it's it's. I, I think Mark Norman said it's like riding a bicycle or something. Have you seen his like clip where he was like doing a set? I think in Texas or someplace. Oh uh, no, I haven't like, seen that. I want to I want to see that. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Yeah, he posted it on his YouTube like I want to say a week ago or something. And, okay. Yeah, it was like the first time he'd been on stage since you know like in nine uh, like a hundred days or whatever it was. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, it's hard. It's sort of hard to imagine. Yeah. So maybe I'm not wrong when I yeah. say 100 days. Maybe maybe it's more than 100 days when I like it's. Oh, whatever. I don't, it was. I, I, I don't remember the exact number, but he was saying this was like the first time since lockdown, essentially. Right. And had and I mean, look, he's a he's a high level pro, so I assume he was fine. Yeah, yeah. But um, but it's going to be interesting, you know, just seeing everyone kind of come out of you know come out of the woodwork. Like I'm, I'm very curious to see even an open mic. Like, sort of, how, you know, what does everybody look like? What is not, not just oh, what are people talking true. about, yeah, yeah. but like, what, like, you know, what's going to happen? Like, what, like, because, because it's one thing. If you know, the longer you've been doing comedy, I think the easier it's going to be. Um, and there's going to be a scramble for spots. That's cer- that's certainly true. I mean, you've got that. Like, like, do you hear anything from Appa, or or is that not even something you're talking about right now? Uh, I mean, I texted the 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 one of Barton's I know. They 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 were looking to uh, do like uh, takeout drinks and stuff, but I, I didn't ask him, ask about like future shows because like I feel like right now. I I wasn't even sure if they were like open, like because you know they, they they could be one of the businesses that went under, you know. But I just I texted just to see how they were doing it. Uh, you know, 
they were saying they were looking to do takeout stuff, but they weren't sure because at the time the riots just recently happened and like there there were some like windows and other stuff that were like broken oh. into in, in that neighborhood. Oh wow. But I think I I think I I haven't followed up, followed up. But I think they'll probably you know be slowly transitioning back. But I don't know about still in terms of a live show because it's like you know it's kind of a small space. And, well, it's you know. a small space with a lot of people packed in. I mean, which is basically yeah. what a comedy club is. I mean, that's what you want. I mean, your show is killer. Your you know that show that show at Opera is fantastic. But what the reason it's so fantastic is because there's a lot of people. You know, you get a lot of people. You, get, you know, yeah. and, and I don't know where. I, like I don't know how. I don't. I don't know how you do it down there, even at even at less capacity. It's just it'd be tricky. Yeah. No, I mean I don't. I don't, I don't foresee that going back to that for a while if it does. Hmm. Interesting. Any of those type of things. Interesting. I, at least that's that's my guess. I, I I hope I'm wrong, but you know I I try to be realistic. You know, at least that's that's what I tell myself. I think you're more realistic than pessimistic, just to go back to something you said earlier. I, I don't think you're being – I mean, there, pes, pessimism – I'm reading this article in The Atlantic, which, which is, you know, it basically starts like nothing, nothing matters, the virus is going to win. <laughs> it's just like, okay, thanks. <laughs> wow. You know? So you mean like this is literally the end of the world? I mean, it didn't quite say that, but it was definitely, it, it was, let's just say, I'll, I'll go with pessimistic. I think it was very pessimistic. It, it was definitely not happy. Yeah. And, you know, all right, okay, it's fine. I mean, it is what it is. You know, you want to, that's how you feel. Okay, you know, but there, but then there's, you know, it's realistic. Like, are, are we going to be able to come back this year is a realistic question. I think a fair question because it is going, it is going to be tricky. And I, I think people will want to come out. I really do. I think that audiences are going to want to come out. I just don't know in what numbers. And obviously the smaller yeah. the room, you know, the smaller the room, the harder it's going to be. Um, you know that you have you have a play. You know, like like the downstairs at Broadway Comedy Club is a good size. You know, the upstairs yeah. is yeah, a pretty small Yeah, because you can throw people out if they wanted to. Yeah, but the you know the upstairs you know is pretty tiny. Or Greenwich, Greenwich is really small. Yeah. You know, it's just it's but just the, not a big then, room. But but then to play devil's advocate, if you have people all spread out, is it really a comedy show? Not to like shit on the situation. You know what I mean? Like we've all done shows where it's like. Normally, let's say twelve people packed in a room would be fun, but then twelve people spread out or whatever, it's like feels weird. So like that's a that's that a very fair question. I haven't heard anyone ask that. That's a, that's a really good question. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, you you you, th- you think that spread out, it's just not worth it. I mean, actually, not worth it is not fair because obviously. Well, not not worth it, but like you know, for everybody involved, it might not feel like a comedy show. People are like, why am I paying money for this thing? Where, but then again, I could be like, from what I heard for the outdoor show. It was kind of spread out, and people were, you know, said they felt like a real comedy show from, you know, some people I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, like, like you saw, did you see Chappelle's uh, special? Uh, yes, I saw, I saw, yeah, uh, the one on YouTube slash Netflix. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Which it's weird that it wasn't on Netflix, but it was, it was fine. I was able to watch it. But the, yeah, I, I think that they, like, they were pretty spread out, and and it seemed, you know, they sort of, uh, there were this show, the one at Eastville. Oh, no, I know what I'm talking about. This wasn't the one a friend of mine is on. There's one Janine Garofalo is doing, and it's a benefit. Um. Jacob Williams and Janine Garofalo were the two comedians that I knew. I mean, I don't know Janine Garofalo, but I know Jacob Williams. Um, and they, it was going to be in a parking lot at Eastville, and they were saying like they're going to 
they're going to spread people out six feet apart. Like you're going to you're going to you have to wear a mask. You have to enter. You go in, and they spread and then they spread you out, and then you can take your mask off if you want because you're going to be six feet from anybody. Yeah. So you know, like that's how that's how they're going to do it. But you know, again, it's weather dependent. It's a little tricky. Um, you know, I, I assume they're going to have amplification. I, believe me, now I'm looking around my neighborhood to see if there's anything, if there's any outdoor space. Because maybe I could do yeah, it. Yeah, Maybe we could do a comedy show, man. Maybe we could have some people. Is there a park? I mean, I we saw, do it at a park? <laughs> yeah. I, I saw like a, a, a flyer for a show for a park on Facebook. So, you know, people are doing it. No, no, I, I, I would totally do it. I, I would absolutely do that. I think, I think that would be fun. I've got, a, I've got an amp. It's not, the, it's not the best, but it's, it's actually not even mine. But so I'm not knocking it. It's fine. But it works. You know, it, it'd be, uh, I, maybe, maybe I should scour the area, see if I, see if I can find something. Obviously, it doesn't have to be right in my neighborhood, but it's always nice when it's close. You're to in home. Upper it's East fun. Side. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's, it's nice or when it's close east to home. Or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so go poke around a little bit, but was, there's definitely areas. I, I don't know what the deal is with permits. That, that's something I don't know anything about. I assume you need one. Oh, uh, that's true. I assume you need one. Years I ago, I, I used like, to do outdoor events. I think you would normally need one, but I feel like under these circumstances, cops or whoever would be like, whatever, you know, there's, there's a, it's a pandemic. We right. got a bigger fish to fry or something. People need their comedy. People need their comedy. Yeah. Um, well, Eugene, this has been awesome. You have been a terrific guest, and I really appreciate you coming on. Can you tell everyone where yeah, to find you? Thank you for having me, man. Yeah, of course. Tell everyone where to find find you on the social medias. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, it's Eugene Chang. It's Y O U J E A N, and then Chang C H A N G, and and same handle on Twitter and Facebook. That's perfect. That's because you have a, you have a, a cool unique name, so that's so you must have been you know so you were able to get it all on all the platforms. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just a, it's my stage name, so it's like you know to make myself yeah, uh, distinguishable from all the Eugene Changs out there doing comedy. Yeah. No, that's great. It, 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 it makes you easy to find. That's the best. Um, all right, so uh, I think what we learned is you're realistic, not pessimistic, and, but even with the realism, we hope for the best. So in, in, our, in our own way, we're optimists, right? Like we're, 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 we, we don't look yeah. at it and say everything is going to be fine, but we do say we hope everything is going to be fine. Is that fair? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I mean, I don't want you know, the, the world's end, but, you know, it's like we're – in uncharted territories, you know? Exactly, exactly. All right, everyone, we'll be back on Monday uh, at 11 a.m. Tune in live. Make sure to catch the show on Apple Podcasts and here on Blog Talk Radio. And above all, please stay safe. Yes.